hey, thanks for purchasing your phone from CC Mobile. We'll CC you later. It's the Watchers on the Couch. All right, welcome to Watchers on the Couch. We are covering Better Call Saul Season 4, Episode 4, titled Talk. And I'm Mike Daffron. I am Jimmy Lopez. And what are you going to expect from this podcast? Maybe some digging fart jokes. We will cover the episode, go through it, break it down, maybe find some Easter eggs from Breaking Bad. Yeah, we'll have some laughs and we'll go through it and break it down. All right. So, I did have a different cold open. I was going to, like, try to play out, you know, like a, a girlfriend and boyfriend, like boyfriend making a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> girlfriend, oh, what's that, grilled cheese? Mm, I want one. Oh, there's only one, babe. What? I want some goddamn grilled cheese. Or she's like, mm, I could kill for a grilled cheese. <laughs> then ends up stabbing him. Jesus. Yeah. You should have, but I like this one better. All right. Also, the CC later thing. I don't know how many people are going to oh, understand that that's a pizza chain. Is it only like a St. Louis thing? No, I don't think it's a St. Louis thing, but regional. So, All right. Well, in St. Louis here, if we have some listeners <laughs> who aren't local, uh, there is a pizza chain called uh, CC's Pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's like a buffet thing. It's super fucking dirt cheap with super dirt pizza. I wouldn't call it super dirt pizza. All right. Well, on the pizza hierarchy, I definitely put it above Little Caesars. Oh, I don't know about that. I hate Little Caesars pizza. Yeah, they're they're well. All right. You know, but either also, way, they're both at the but also end. people that are not from St. Louis don't like St. Louis's cracker style pizza. And I love that. So but I also love Chicago's deep right. dish. And but New York style is probably the best, in my opinion. But whatever. And some people don't like Provel cheese, which I don't understand because it's delicious. Yeah, but we're getting super local here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they, yeah, there's pizza shit pizza chains buffet but when people leave uh the employees have to say see see you later jimmy you have it's awful you have no idea how much i wanted uh jimmy mcgill to have to say that to a customer that was leaving i was like that's why it's called cc mobile that's what they're gonna do for sure like jimmy's gonna help somebody out he's like hey thanks for choosing cc mobile cc you later nope yeah but I, he also didn't have a single customer. I know. That's, <laughs> so, who knows? Maybe we'll see in the future. Maybe. I um, called it. Calling I, it. I, I wonder, personally, how many... Okay, we know that for a fact that that is kind of a throwaway location. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also wondering, and this is just so stupid, but what is the climate like there that he's just kicking the door open and letting air out? That was driving me nuts. Because hmm. as soon as he was so chipper, he's like, yes, the store's open. He runs over and he kicks the little door stop open. Mm-hmm. And then he's just standing there patiently like, okay, where's my first customer? And in my head, I'm like, you're letting flies in, bro. <laughs> well, it could have been, been fall, you know? Yeah, but. We're always thinking New Mexico, like, it's hot all the time. Yeah. 
That night it's freezing. But I also, here's the other thing that I didn't understand. Why does he have to wear a safety vest at work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was really weird. Got two guys wearing safety vests. So is uh, Mike. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Mr. Safety. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I just, I think that that's really, I, I, I guess that goes into the big box store mentality where you've got your, or even like your, your, your Walmarts, your. Yeah. You were in vest, easily recognizable Depot. that, you know, you have uh, the employee or customer and you're like, Oh, that's an employee. Yeah. Also, I, I love that, that, and we're going to, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but in the episode, but he, he gets the phone call that's like, Oh, you, you interviewed so well. So that's probably the other interview from a couple weeks ago where I was like, where the fuck oh, yeah. did he go? Right. So that kind of answered that question, but he goes there and he gets the phone call and fuck this. I don't want that job. I've decided to go in a different route. And then fucking Kim call comes all into the bathroom being like, Ooh, Jimmy, you looking good. What are you doing? And just instinct. Oh, Hey, I'm the man, you know, I'm a, I'm a mm-hmm. shift supervisor, which means that you're the only person at the store, <laughs> but well, that's not how the order went. So as far as that, Seeing Jimmy waking up, you know. No, I know. Oh, okay. I know. Like I said, I'm jumping around. Oh, all right. But, you know. Yeah, he declines that call from, I think, uh, Robbie Finn. Well, he doesn't decline. He just declines the job. Yeah. You know, while Kim's washing her dirty puss. (laughs) There ain't nothing dirty about that puss, bro. (laughs) Mm, I wouldn't care if it was. Yeah, same. But I already called dibs, so you're you're shit out of luck on that. One. <laughs> she could have two broken arms. I, mean, <laughs> I don't care. But uh, but she, yeah, she's in the shower, and he's like, ah, f- no, no, nope, it's not for me. I've mm-hmm. decided to go a different route. And you can hear him on the other line uh, on the phone. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, have a great day. Sure. Yep. So well, okay, well then later, uh, Kim wants him to see a psychiatrist. And one, there's a really bad cut of him shaving. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I, that was, that was, that's the first check of why this show is unwatchable. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Completely unwatchable. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you noticed that too. Cause, uh, had I remembered my notes, but that's one of the mm-hmm. things I wrote down. I'm like, like, he only shaved half his face. And next thing you know, he turns around and he's, he, managed to completely shave a side of his face in like a second yep because <laughs> he's just like wiping it off at that point right but no it, it was just noticeable and like yeah we, you can pick apart episodes and call out stuff like that but that was just immediately noticeable to me like i was like Whoa, wait, wait that was he's a fast shaver <laughs> I don't know. If that's the worst thing that happens, you know what <laughs> I, I mean? I don't care. That's like, why that's, that's why I love this show so much is that things get answered so quickly, way quicker than mm-hmm. we thought, but it's in a in a way it's like, okay, well, we're going to address this because there is still so much to boom. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to we're going to be teasing little things all throughout. God, I love that. Makes yep. you makes you just want to get the work week over and have shitty well your awesome weekend over to have shitty monday back so that you can fucking find out what's going on but yeah uh i did i'm so glad you that you said that because i completely forgot about it and wanted to bring that up that mm-hmm. i just thought that i was like if this is the worst thing 
that happens in this episode. Such a a blatant bad cut. Yeah. We're now. I noticed another thing okay. because I'm an electrician, and like I, I'm assuming it's just lighting. But I took a couple of different pictures of it. Okay, I don't know if I put them up. It's not really important. And I'm assuming it's lighting, but the light switch just looks different. Like it's painted weird or something like, and painted different multiple times. It's where it's right next to Kim when, on, when Kim shots of the bathroom. But I was like, it looks weird. And like, so my eye goes to that stuff. Like, yeah, it's probably nothing. Uh, it's probably just lighting. But uh, that's, yeah. So Kim says that to Jimmy and then immediately he's like, oh, hey, I got a job. Even before he knows that he can, you know, actually get that job back. Yeah. But it seems like Jimmy is an amazing interviewer and can pretty much get almost any job in certain types of fields, like have, certain types of sales. Have to be. I mean, coming coming from his lawyer background, he's got to know his way around or just presenting himself in a way that because when you're because when you're a lawyer, you're not just representing your client. You're mm-hmm. you're portraying a you know a story or something. So you have to, I mean, we always saw him back whenever he was doing the, the, the shitty courthouse cases, he would be sitting in the, in the bathroom going over his deposition or whatever. Like I'm going to do this and I'm going to talk like this. And then, Hey, we're ready for you. Okay. Fix my tie, go in, bam. And he turns it on. Better crawl. So yeah. So (laughs) it's, it's a, it's a switch to him Mm -hmm. that he can just boom, get in basically lawyer, like lawyer mode. Right. And he's got a damn good poker face, too, because no matter how many times he's sweating bullets in those bathrooms, he would come out instantly with just the most bravado. And So, wait, is it just a bathroom thing? Maybe it's just a bathroom thing. Because <laughs> he was in the bathroom. Well, he was. You're right. But I, I also found it really funny that, you know, she's like, hey, this is someone I want you to help. A shrink? Instantly, he just was like, no, fuck you. And you could tell she... She wants him to, or she knows that. Oh, that's what all women do. Why don't, why don't you show me your feelings? You can cry. You can cry on my shoulder. It's okay. Yeah, but then when you're watching a superhero. I'm just kidding, by the way. I'm just... When you're watching a superhero movie and you cry and it's like, man up. Right. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> or just anything in general. I watch a Budweiser commercial. I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a crier. <laughs> it's cool. I admit it. I know it. There's yeah. no shame there. I, I'm a no. Crier. There shouldn't be. It's no big deal. But so, like, I guess Kim recognizes that he's not actually, you know, showing any feelings about that, and she's confused about it, and things gonna fuck him up. But she still doesn't know part of that other side. Yeah, he hasn't even said that. So maybe we'll get to that at some point. You know, they will have a talk. Because that's what I thought the talk, the name of this episode was talk. I thought that would be them actually talking about things, you know. That's the only thing so far that hasn't really been uh, gone over or fixed mm-hmm. or whatever so far. Like, that might be the, the the one thing this entire season that maybe I've I've said I personally think at some point he's going to snap and tell her. I think, yeah. he, I think he, you know, drunken theory right here. I think that he's going to basically have enough and be like, this is why. I'm not showing any emotion. And I bet he'll slip up and be like, I was the one that fucking, you know, pushed him over the edge or whatever. Not, mm-hmm. not Hamlin. So I, I, I lit him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> he'll just lie about it. <laughs> I gave him the match. God damn it. 
But uh, you know, there's a, there's a a lot of people on Reddit that didn't really like this episode that much. I didn't hate the episode. I mean, I thought maybe it was a little slow, but I didn't think. I don't even know slow, but it, I was I was all right with it. When I was watching it, I wasn't like this episode's fucking stupid. You know, not like when I drink too many beers and watch Castle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so so the show starts really quiet. The group is fucking stone cold, just dead silence. And then Mike's like, well, you wanted me to talk. This is me talking. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck did he say? Yeah. And then it cuts away and I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck. Come to find out later what he said. There was some weird gappage in between because I don't really remember a show kind of cutting like them doing a cut like that where they show you a scene and then go back to it. They've done that a lot. As I don't far remember. As, like Breaking Bad has done that. Yeah, they well would Breaking do that a Bad, lot. but I'm talking about and Better Call Saul. I don't really remember anything significant like that. Maybe I need. I don't to either. Go back I mean, and, I thought it. I thought it was a little weird, you know, that they did do that. I don't know. It just didn't seem. I don't. Know, it just seemed odd. But I was like, all right. Well, I'll see where that ends up. I think. <laughs> like, it, I think it worked because I mean, people. It okay, especially considering coming from what happened last episode and the episode before that. Yeah, this one was a little bit of a okay. You could call it a stinker or say this this one fucking sucked or whatever. However, you want to. Bash it on the mm-hmm. internet by fucking putting your little yeah. two cents in the comment <laughs> section. But really, I mean, there was some crazy shit that happened in this episode. Especially plot-wise and just flat-out fucking, there was a brutal gun like gun battle. You want to say it was brutal? All right, but uh, we'll get to it. You don't think it was brutal? Not really. I do. Well... We'll get to it. Okay. So it actually opens with uh, Mike teaching his son to be a useless shit bag. Because <laughs> he's just standing there watching with a stupid face. He's like, oh, dad's doing work. And there was another fucking cut where that kid cannot write his name. Yeah. Who holds a stick like that? And, <laughs> and like, dig into the fucking... The first part that he <laughs> starts writing his name. Yeah. There's no way that he wrote Maddie. No way. And then it cuts to showing what he wrote, and it was Maddie. I'm like, he did not write Maddie. Do you see how sloppily he just looked like, no. He went real deep, too. Yeah. And real hard. Real Real deep, deep, real hard. But (laughs) the concrete was too wet, too. Yeah. Get away a little bit. Yeah, it was a little soupy. Mm-hmm. But it's all gonna fade back in. It'll just be madly. <laughs> you know, you know what happened. You know, you know what he does, right? As soon as he's like, "Well, go inside, talk to your mother," and then he gets back on his hands and knees and he fucking trawls it back out. He's like, "My fucking son sucks," and then uh, writes Maddie himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish you were dead. <laughs> Ooh, dark. <laughs> uh, should have been an abortion, but your damn mother. <laughs> he 
Do you think he's the type of dad that says no, the no. best part of you ran down your mother's leg? Oh God, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, you just call me Mike in your trout. Oh, good God! Because your puss smells like fish. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike in your trout. <laughs> Then we get a little long shot of a kilo being delivered mm-hmm. for basically the setup that, is that the same place that the shootout happens? Yes. Okay. Just yes. making sure, because I wasn't sure. Man, there was a shit ton of different songs playing in that scene. I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> but like, you notice in closed captions. Well, every- Because it's like, rap music playing, oh, back to this song, and that's well, cause that every, pretty funny. Well, because every single, I mean, I assume that that was like- that's their trap house. So, right. so you just you just imagine the 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 shittiest like the motels by my work where fucking hookers go to bring their johns and do drugs while they're fucking mm-hmm. blowing dudes and shit. So every single room is open. Everybody's listening to something else. Right. So no, it was cool. I was just like I don't know. It was the good audio mixing, you know, and it and it was a cool like long shot of you know, mm-hmm. and then has to bang on the door, you know, like, what's the password? <gasps> That's one New thing. England clam chowder. <laughs> the, I'll never, I'll never understand that. Like you've got two, you got two guys that are standing outside the door, like puffing <laughs> their fucking chests out being like, what do you got boy? And then they just give him a nod. Mm-hmm. Looks, did he look in the bag? I think he looked in the bag or something. And all of a sudden he I just, remember. it was like, it was like he gave him a really just, be like, all right, you're clear to knock on the door. Yeah. Like, and that's, then, it's not clear to let you in. No. You're only clear to knock on the door. Yeah. And then he fucking bangs on the door really hard. And then a guy opens up a speakeasy type window and is like, okay, opens it up. And you're literally two feet away from like an entire table that's cutting up meth and counting money. Yeah. There was the, like, I'm going to hope that the door was reinforced with like barbed wire and, and, concrete or something cement whatever but there's that's that's the worst fucking place it's so blatantly obvious what the fuck's going on at that place <laughs> right <laughs> you've got you've got you've got uh chain link fences that have uh-huh. green tarps that are spray painted with fucking gang tags yeah you got cars that are on blocks barrels that are burning mm-hmm there ain't nothing illegal going on here. Uh-huh. Trust me, folks. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a, just a bunch of hippies having a having a get together. No, it's fine. This is where we live. Yeah. We're upstate citizens. Just having and... a kickback. Just yeah. having a kickback. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, so... the only thing that would make it more obvious if they literally had fucking spotlights that were like drugs sold here. Yeah. Like, like a bat signal, you know. <laughs> it just said meth in the sky. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know that we've been saying several times, like, you know, are they doing cocaine? No, this, everything's about meth. We're just blanket statement from now on. It's always meth. It's been meth. It always will be. So, but we'll just say it's meth. I don't care. Yeah. Either way, it's drugs. Yeah. Drugs. I hate them. Where'd you learn that? Cheech drug school. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So, uh, we already talked about jimmy and kim in the bathroom and then kim goes to court i need you to explain this to me some more all right because i am i'm still really confused about what the hell happened in that scene 
So one thing that happened is that Scotty Blakely is a complete fucking loser. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> it was the guy that like didn't know an answer. Yeah. <sighs> fucking loser. Well, don't even pay attention. You're gonna represent yourself and you're like, the, oh, here for myself. Uh. <laughs> to be honest, uh, so I don't really know. I still don't really know what Kim is trying to do. But so, so the when- judge recognizes she's there and the uh, he he wants to see her in his chambers. In his chambers right. <laughs> in his chambers. He wants, to, wah, wah. he wants to get in her chambers. Yeah. While he eats fucking lunch really loudly. This is twice, Jimmy. Twice. <laughs> for my misophonia. <laughs> This one actually noticed okay. him eating because I'm like, oh, what a fucking douche. I didn't notice it at all, <laughs> yeah. I, but I'm also a loud chewer, so. You should look on your 23andMe and see what it says about that. I will, but for the next episode, I'll do it. Uh, but, so he's talking to her and he, he he's like, oh, HHM is paying for you to be here. And he's like, no, I'm on my own. I'm working for Mesa Verde. Then he tells a story about... Uh, a woman giving birth and anesthesia going wrong mm-hmm. and she's like uh this is the movie the verdict and i'm like spoilers <laughs> <laughs> guess i won't watch that movie fucking assholes <laughs> so have you ever seen the verdict nope me either don't need to now all right so uh, spoilers really doesn't matter but uh he says <laughs> that uh if she's if if he sees her in the courtroom again, that he's going to put her to work. I That's what I'm confused about. How the fuck is he going to make her? Work? Yeah. How can you be like, I'm a judge. I order you to work. Ha ha. I have all the power. I mean, how many times it, it's not anybody can go into a courtroom and watch a case being. I, I, I'm sure a judge could order somebody to leave. I don't know sure. the rules on that, like if there has to be a reason or not, but I'm assuming there probably doesn't have to be. And just be like, nope, that person gone. I guess I that this this is where I get really fucking confused because mm-hmm. he's telling this story, and then all of a sudden, instantly just turns on her and is like, "Well, if I see you here, fucking just hanging, you know, hanging around, I'm gonna put you to work." And, I, and that's the first thing that went through my head: How the fuck is he gonna make her work? See, I think he was saying like. She is trying to find attorneys, I guess, to help her out with Mesa Verde. Because once he found out about Mesa Verde, that's when mm-hmm. he started telling about the story. And it's as far as I can tell, it sounds like Kim is trying to find more people to help her out. Like maybe she's trying to start her own firm or something and trying to find people that are passionate and trying to, you know, help defend so, people so, or vice versa or someone that loves fucking post-it notes as much as she does did you not notice that no. when she goes to hand jimmy the thing <laughs> she fucking has it on a post-it note oh, yeah I'm like what's with this fucking woman in post-it notes she fucking loves her some post-it notes they're but, convenient yeah I, I guess but i this this whole thing is i i'm it's the only part out of this entire story arc that i am so fucking in the dark about yeah, I guess we're supposed to be, but it just doesn't make sense. Like last week, it 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 faded out. The sound faded out, 
while she was looking at all those models and I'm like, okay, well, what is she thinking? Mm-hmm. Then she tells, then she tells fucking Yoko Ono to take her to the courthouse. Okay. Why? Why is she going there? Now we have no idea. It, it Like you said, is she, is she trying to recruit? Is she, it seems like at least that's what the judge is thinking that she's doing. I could be reading that wrong. Because, I mean, that would kind of make sense. Like, all right, they're going to expand. She's going to have to expand herself. There's no way she can handle nine other new banks in all kinds of different states, you know, having to pass the bar on different places. So, but I think, I don't know. I, th- I think there has to be something else going on. I want to say, oh, yeah, what you see is what you get right there. But it seems like there's going to be some more to that. But I uh, I feel in the dark about Kim and Jimmy this whole season, really, about what's going on. So, I don't really know. But what I'm not in the dark about is that the judge's next person is a janitor who threw his pee on his boss. (laughs) That's assault, brother. Was that Chris Nace? I think it was. (laughs) Chris... Don't be doing that. You have to. You have to hire hire Saul. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Wonder what would have happened. Like, maybe his boss was like peeing on the floor, and not yeah, not Chris Nays. I'm actually like saying like, what, what in what the brings, show? What brings you to throw your piss at right. your boss? But maybe fuck. he's peeing on the floor. Do you remember those? Do you remember? He's like, those? oh yeah. Boom! Remember those videos back in the day where uh, you would see the guy and he's pissing in the coffee pot. And then putting it back on the thing and... No. Oh, God, yeah. I remember those videos. Was it Jackass? Or? No. No. It was like a current affair. <laughs> like those types of shows. They'd be like, and then look at this guy. Caught on camera. Oh, in, okay. Pissing in a coffee right. pot. Yeah. Because his boss had fucking pissed him off or whatever. So he's mm-hmm. like, you piss on me, I'll fucking piss on you type bullshit. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, and then the other one was a girlfriend stabbing her boyfriend for a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh, how badly do you want a grilled cheese sandwich with 14 pieces on it? <laughs> Takes an hour and a half to grill that <laughs> cocksucker. Yeah. Jimmy just told my daughter before we started that he wanted a grilled cheese sandwich with 14 pieces of cheese. 14 slices of cheese, but at least three or four like different types of cheese. So it's a grown up grilled <laughs> cheese. Real fancy. Oh. Someone would maybe kill for that. Maybe. Better watch out. Jesus. Maybe maybe she's maybe she's just trying to get in the mindset of what Jimmy did beforehand. I don't know. You know, he spent so much time at that building. Oh yeah, that's true. I, that's a possibility. Trying to get inside his mind and seeing what his day to day is like and yeah, because she probably didn't. She didn't have to do any of that, right? No, no, because she went from big clients, big money clients, mm-hmm. to striking out. Because once she scored Mesa Verde, then mm-hmm. she just went out on her own. And and HHM, she went to school there. Like mm-hmm. and they helped pay for her school. Yep, I, and that's that was that was the only thing mm-hmm. that I was thinking. Maybe that's my drunken theory: is that she's trying to get in the mindset of why he is the way he is and see the the types of lawyers and stuff that were that were working there the type of person you got to be to to sit there and put up with that bullshit no that's fantastic like 
I think that works perfectly. And even her like, so she didn't leave after the judge basically said, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. So she's like, nope, because Jimmy would probably do that. You know, yeah. maybe stay in there or just see how far I, he could push it. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Before you get, you know, kicked out or held mm-hmm. in contempt. For, I don't know how she would be held, but yeah. I, I I don't know. You're it, sitting there being quiet. Yeah. It was, it's just that was a weird interaction that I guess as we're talking about it, it's the only thing that makes sense to me is that maybe mm-hmm. she's trying to get in that headspace of of. Or even so, she can help him. Yeah. Or even, do I want to continue on with what I'm doing and maybe possibly do something else and see the bullshit that all these other lawyers have? Maybe psych herself up. Yeah. I don't know. These are just. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, we're going to find out this season. I think we should, but Uh, I think so. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's like seems like the storytelling 101. Not keeping your audience in the dark for fucking (laughs) ten episodes. Got it. Yeah. Cut to Mike is having some breakfast or about to have some breakfast Mm -hmm. and friends, you know, with friend about to serve because you just got served. Uh, Anita walks in and Anita. Ooh, she wants to fuck Mike hard. There's There's some fireworks going on between these two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe in, in his mind. He's trying to get some freaky deaky three way shit going on between Fran and Anita. Oh, yeah. You never know. I'll give you a tip. <laughs> Take that mushroom tip. Oh. It's like, hey, Anita, I'll give you a kilo of this dick. <laughs> so, you also did you <laughs> did you? Oh, know? hey, how about you get rid of that crappy breakfast and we go back to my place and I'll give you the lumberjack slam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anita. More like Anita Dick. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Am I right, ladies? Am, Am I right? right? <laughs> How often do they actually go there that they both have fucking usuals? I know. <laughs> uh, do you know anybody like that? Uh, okay. The, the closest that I can say is every day that I'm driving home from work, there's the same old man that's walking to the grocery store. He he literally goes, Ooh. and I'm not joking, he goes home, eats his meal, and then we'll walk back there later that night to go grab another meal. So it's his exercise. So he's kind of that normal. Um, my parents, when when they would go get, because for years and years, the, once the coffee pot broke, my dad, he just goes to the gas station. Mm-hmm. And now he walks in, and my dad is a, is, a, is a regular, and he notices the old people that are sitting there with the paper, <laughs> enjoying the fresh donuts at the fucking gas station. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's more that. it's more common than we it's I know. It's not it's not any more weird than norm, you know, that that guy at the bar that everybody fucking knows or yeah. wheels. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's no fucking different than that. No, yeah, I, I don't care. I guess it's not that gas station that I care about. Oh. <laughs> the, the one a little farther down and people are smoking in the gas station just hanging out like uh, yeah, it gets a little too hoosh. But yeah, I used to go to that gas station all the time. I'd see your dad. I would have I'd always hear dad all the time in the morning. It's it was, and it, there was always two guys there, like sitting at a table. Uh huh. 
or or yeah, even coffee, I've, or so. even I've seen. I don't think it's weird. The, the same uh, group of elderly people that'll go to like a, a like a McDonald's or a Hardee's or mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, ex- especially because around there, there's not a whole lot to go to. No, you know, if you just want to have coffee and you know a couple donuts or something. So. Yeah, it's so it's not it's not really that weird, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's how often is is he. He's probably an every day. He probably went there every day after he got off work. I guess. Because, I mean, he worked nights. Mm-hmm. So, go there. Man, diner. F- I, I want a fucking, I want some diner food right now really bad. Uh, yeah. Leave it to the fat guy to want fucking food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think uh, Anita, she, she's... She kind of seems like she's a little whorish. I don't know. I wouldn't say whorish. You think think she fucked Ted? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Think Mike fucked Ted? (laughs) For sure. That's how he knows he's lying. I oh, rewatching Breaking Bad. I got. I just got to that episode. Yeah. She's like, I fucked Ted. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about that completely. So. You see Walter's well, she whole said it. fucking world just fucking implode. <laughs> I'm just him. laughing my ass off. Because <laughs> there's so many like different it, memes about it, like, I it, fuck Ted. Is that right? Is that right? Whenever he goes there and tries beating the glass down with the fucking potted Yes, plant? yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. And, uh, oh, th- th- people still do it on Reddit. They're really? like, no, it's hilarious. People just, this is where... Jimmy fucked Ted or you know because <laughs> the thing on Reddit's like this is the moment where Jimmy becomes Saul and now it's a joke because yeah. you know people are trying to find that certain specific moment which I don't think there really is oh, there's probably oh. just gradual triggers of you know oh eventually. He's, he's been he's been Saul ever since ever since the fucking the watch thing yeah. with the fake Rolex and he right. th- he's been Saul forever oh and so rewatching it like you've said this Dude, Saul in Breaking Bad, way different mm-hmm. than Jimmy McGill mm-hmm. in Better Call Saul. I'm yep. like, holy shit! I totally forgot like how different he is. Yeah, he's he's not a likable person, <laughs> but that's his job. His right. job is to literally keep the bad people out of out of fucking prison right. because they're the ones that are paying him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's not he's not a good person in that show. Yep. I, it's crazy to think that he was supposed to he was supposed to be a throwaway character. It was supposed to be like a quick thing, one and done. And people liked him so much, and it's hard to see what they liked in him when you really go back and watch Breaking Bad. He just did a good job at of that character. You know, he was a perfect weasel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Perfectly. Exactly. Perfect weasel. Yeah. So. so. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you've gone back and actually, because right before this season, I I had watched within this last year, I had watched it. It it blew my mind mm-hmm. how different of a person he is from this series to what he turns into in Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's it's insane how different it is. I mean, Breaking Bad started in 2008, so it's been a while. Jeez, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, on Reddit, somebody photoshopped uh, the words that Jimmy painted on the front mm-hmm. of CC Mobile to, mm-hmm. I fuck Ted. 
Okay, you have to put that. All right, <laughs> you have to put that up. At least that. I'll one. put that up. Uh, but uh, yeah. Okay, then. So he's, Mike tells Anita that uh, he's gonna fuck her uh, every direction, up, down, across. Uh, I don't think that's how the conversation went. No. Oh, because he's like, yeah, I called the crossword puzzle. Oh yeah, when she was like zing, when she was like. Uh, 22 across is Esmeralda. Yeah. And he's like, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, you just got my bone up. Oh, I was going to. And make- I think, I think Marie in Better Call Saul wanted to, did she want to name her daughter Esmeralda or did she want, uh, I think she wanted, uh, uh, what's her name? Skylar to name her Esmeralda. So I just thought about that and. If that's the case, that's kind of fucked up. Because is she trying to say Walt Jr. is the hunchback of Notre Dame? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, is that one of her, like, Marie's little subtle fucking digs, like, to be, you know, a bitch? Ugh. Such a bitch. <laughs> Such a bitch. You know, since your son is kind of reminds me of hunchback. Esmeralda. Uh, kind of talks like him. Oh, that's bad. Walter Jr. looks <laughs> like Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, man. Anita works at a place called, this is a little like kind of Easter egg thing. Her uh, name tag says she works at Craddock Marine Bank. And that goes like, I think, shown in Breaking Bad at some point. But uh, it goes back to like an episode of X-Files that Gilligan wrote or something that Mulder had a bank account oh, with or that's something. That's cool. That is so, awesome. Yeah. I love that little shit. That I'm mm-hmm. so glad you brought that up. That's awesome. But uh yeah, he tells he tells her that that Henry guy is lying about uh everything he's saying in group. Mm-hmm. So how can you tell? He's like a poker player. <laughs> when he's telling a lie, he rubs his <laughs> wrist like this. Wrigley Field didn't have lights until 88. Before then, all they did was play in the dark. Those were the good old days. How the fuck does... I mean, okay. I'm not really much of a baseball guy, so... Yeah, I think if you're a baseball guy, that could be common knowledge for sure. You know, because I'm sure most places had lights way before then, you know? Probably not, honestly. And they were just like, no... We're just keeping it traditional day games. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I'm i trying to figure out how he how he knows what he knows. Like I said, I'm not a baseball guy, mm-hmm. so I, I, maybe I'm it, not is, either, maybe really, it is so. much more common knowledge than that. But as soon as he started saying that, I was just like, Jeez, he's a fucking, he's a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. What a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about group. Come on. Don't you yeah, want to? Yeah. Don't you want yeah. to punch? I was going to say, she's like, she's like, hey, why don't you skip out? Why don't you skip out on, uh, why don't you skip out on that group? I got a friend that, uh, that plays light jazz at a club. Let's, uh, let's see where the night goes. You know, let's just see where the night goes. Hey, well. I already promised I'm going to be there. You should, too. <laughs> Fucking guilts her into going. Yep. 
But not really. He fucking weaseled his way into mm-hmm. fucking her pants by saying, Ten bucks says mm-hmm. that I'll fucking call him out stone cold tonight. <laughs> if I'm right, I get that butt. But if I'm wrong, you get mine. I get the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they bet ten bucks. And then we move on to Jimmy working at CC Mobile. So many old shitty phones, slider phones. I was gonna say I love the little desi- the little the little uh, advertisement on the side, and it's like check out the new slide phone. And I was like, I fucking had one of those, and I thought it was way cooler than the fucking flip razor. Everybody else had a fucking razor, and I'm like, check out my fucking slider slink. Razor was the shit. Nah, it was a great phone for its time. It really was. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I wasn't cool enough to have one, so I thought I was cool with my slider. Yeah. I was like, it ain't a normal flip phone. It slides. Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, how thin this is. Like, I could actually put it in my pocket instead of having this douchey little holster, which I didn't think was douchey at the time, and I wore it for way too long for my other cell phones. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. You were one of those guys. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was so convenient. Yeah. You also tucked your fucking t-shirts under your underwear, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> oh, into your underwear. What? Yeah. I just, whatever. But yeah. I bet, I bet people do that. I also thought it was really funny. Uh, he's really he's really particular about how these displays are, but not really. He's constantly fiddling with them. And he is the type of person that he can't sit still. Yeah. He can't. So he's fucking, he's sweeping with that vacuum that old style vacuum carpet thing and yeah yeah everyone remembers those fucking well maybe they remember those you know you go into the you go into the local ponderosa and you see the you see the 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 hostess and she's fucking sweeping the fucking carpet with one of those things but so what okay was that was that a entire bin of stress reliever balls or were those like racket balls? I, I mean, it's really squishy, but that fucking thing bounced really well. They seem like racket balls. Okay. That's what I was going to say. How bored do you have to be to fucking bounce a ball across against a wall for how long is that store open? You think eight hours or more? It's got to oh, be longer way than, more than eight hours. Yeah. So with him being the only person there, he's working 10 hour days every day. Yeah, it could be. Oh, no wonder when that phone rang, he fucking ran to mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Jimmy McGill from CC Phone. What can I help you with? Oh, fuck, it's you. Yeah. Hey, man. Okay, so you basically put me in the shittiest store of all time, and you knew that it was like this, and you didn't tell me? Mm-hmm. I want to transfer. You got to wait for inventory week. When was Which- it? What does that even mean? I don't... I was wondering the same fucking thing. What does that mean? I guess when they change their inventory out or they put huge sales because they're going to have new inventory coming yeah. soon. So they're like, all right, we got to get rid of all well, this old you shit. Did, you did notice the emphasis on the fucking burner phones that like mm-hmm. they would pan and it was like, pay as you go. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yep. burner fucking phones. Because everybody in this fucking show has one of those. Because how many times have you seen a cell phone be fucking broken half? A lot. Yeah. Every time a conversation goes a little bit sideways, <laughs> <Yeah>. crack. <laughs> Take the battery out, crack. <laughs> the phone is done. 
And that phone's now, you know, you can't take the battery out. So Yeah. Never thought about that actually. I'm sure not that it really matters if you crack it in half. Yeah. But But then you're cracking the battery in half. Then you could have some like Samsung Galaxy Note eight problems. If that was the one that was lighting were people they, on fire, like light on fire and stuff. Yeah. yeah, my boss was recently telling me that like his daughter dropped her phone and when it would charge, it would actually start swelling. I was like, you should you should uh, get rid of that phone immediately. Mm. <laughs> that just seems fucking dangerous. I know a place where you can go. It's called CC Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2003. Shi- how shitty is that, though? Oh, well, it, it picks up around inventory time. Okay, well, when, when is that? Uh, it just happened about a week ago. So, uh, all right, see you later. Cool. Thanks. Instantly regretting that fucking decision. Mm-hmm. And you know for a split second he was kind of proud of himself that he was a shift manager. Because even when he was talking to Kim about it, he's like, let's think about it this way. I'm a shift manager. I go in. I go out. Do my eight hours. And then... Oh, the end, I think he was just giving her the Saul routine. At the end of, ten, at the end of ten months, back back to being a lawyer. He was just bullshitting her. Maybe. I mean, I'd be excited if I got a shift lead. Yeah, most people would like immediately get hired as a shift lead. Like, uh, yeah, sure. The manager of the whole fucking store. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> and no one's there. Like, <laughs> it'd be boring as fuck. But... Well, I was about ready to say nowadays I could do podcasts. <laughs> well, nowadays most people, when when you're fucking bored, you just get on the computer and watch YouTube videos or something. They didn't have that shit back then. Oh yeah, that's true. You would just listen. Yeah. <laughs> you would just be listening to the fucking local like top forty radio because you can't have anything that's inappropriate playing right. over the speakers. So you're gonna hear Casey Kasem every fucking day. Oh, something I thought about. So this is a different scene. Uh, I just want to say one thing about it. Like, so how Mike uh, is calling out that Henry guy. Yeah. He's like, well, if I go to the library and look up, you know, obituaries or something. And I'm like, is that because he's old? And he goes to the library. Doesn't know. He's oh, wait, there's no smartphones. He, because if they're smartphones, he'd be like, I just looked it up right yeah. here. I just, on my smartphone. Here it is. Look, everybody. I just, not there. yep. Never happened. <laughs> never fucking happened. <laughs> oh, here's his name. Other people complain about him on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I, you always, you always have to think about that, that you're, you're not in, you're not in the normal time frame. You're it, yeah. it's, it's a li- it's in the past in the relative. I wouldn't say fuck. I guess fucking probably 15 years ago. Yeah. At this point, so things were definitely much different. Oh yeah. I mean, oh show. I mean, fucking Radio Shack still got that bullshit <sighs> fucking tracker. So there was still a Radio Shack. Yeah. I remember there used to be that one right up their, the street. That was probably their competition, too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why they're not getting any businesses. <laughs> fucking Radio Shack's killing it up the road. I wonder what CC Mobile stands for. Oh, well. We'll figure it out later. I don't know. Cus- so. Custom cellular. Probably. You, that's it. Cunty customers. Well, I don't think it's that, because there are <laughs> none. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, cut the scene. There's a sweet-ass IROC Z pulls up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good old IROC. Back when... Uh, 
it was it was still it it was still new enough to not be lame. Kind of, yeah. 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 It was oh man, that was on its back end for yeah, sure. But, yeah, like, but there were still there were still people that were fucking holding on to that IROC, man. Yeah. Like most Billy, of Billy them, Madison style. I was gonna say like, most of them had fucking mullets. Yeah. But or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so Nacho so Nacho wants to like make a smart move and have a plan and you know, oh I'm gonna get this guy and that guy, Diego and whoever. Was this scene driving you nuts because it was all in Espanol and you had to read, <laughs> you had to read while you were watching television? Mm, no. Yeah, because you watch it with subtitles anyway. So no, I don't. First time, so I just watch it with subtitles. Second time, to see if I can catch some different stuff. Yeah, which I do in this scene. <laughs> okay, there's so, a guy. So it says, uh, Dewey <laughs> says, "Give yourselves up, idiots." They name the guy who says that, the <laughs> random guy. Like, that says, give yourselves up, idiots. Yeah. Well, his name's Dewey. <laughs> I'm so Don't know why. <laughs> oh. Well, because because everybody that gets a speaking role, has they, they get paid more. So, <laughs> so, that- so, so probably in his contract, he was like, I want to be called... Dewey. Dewey Cox. Yeah. That's my favorite movie right there. You don't want none of this, twins. You don't want none of this, Salamancas. Also, I feel He's like... He's called somebody, Bullets. I feel like somebody that would have an IROC would be named Dewey. <laughs> but maybe maybe that's just me. Yeah, that could have been him. But, okay, so this is where you and I differ. I thought this scene was brutal and you don't. Well, so it starts off, so... I, I really am not a fan with the Salamanca brothers. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like, they're all right. But I don't really find them that intimidating. I just find it kind of awkward every time I see them because yeah. they don't speak. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. Constantly but, ordering but double cheeseburgers, just putting <laughs> their fingers up. There's a shit ton of people there. And Nacho comes up with a good plan to fuck everybody up. And they just look at each other and then they leave. They're like, no, we can do it. We're just going to go for it. <laughs> maybe that's what, maybe, maybe they're, don't you say it. Don't you say it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't you do it. No, we're getting this edited right here. Really special. Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I don't know. It's odd. so, and it's not that crazy of a scene because most of the things happen behind where you can't see and you just, it's, a lot of it's audio. Mm-hmm. It was fine. They, one guy does slash a guy's throat and yes. does the backstab. So, you know, he has a knife, you know, pointed down, slash the guy's throat, then bam, back in the other guy's throat. Ka-cha! Here's, here's my thing. Which is cool. I don't. Okay. So they stealth kill the first two. Kind of. Okay. Not really stealth. Right, but, but silent. Unex- yeah. Yeah. Oh, close, oh okay, like, okay. Like it's a close quarters right. type yeah, yeah. thing. You know, it's quiet. So so they still, at this point, have the element of surprise. Why didn't they have silencers? Why didn't they use the axe like they typically did in Breaking Bad? Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just kind of have, and I knew they were going to die. 
Well, of course we knew that they weren't going to die. Which isn't really a big deal to me. No, because they're, they're to, badasses. To still enjoy the they're scene. Su- they're supposed to be. Yeah. But... Like, did mm. you think? Did you think when you saw only one brother pinned up or one cousin pinned up, pinned up behind? Like, did you think the maybe other one, they're triplets? Did you think that, that one was dead or something, or were no. you? This is like, well, I was just watching. I was like, see where this is going. Because my other thing that I can't fucking wrap my head around is why the fuck did Nacho get out of the car? He was going to help because he saw another truck coming. He saw other like reinforcements coming in. So he's like, I better fucking help out. And what if he doesn't and one survives or, you know, be like, hey, why the fuck didn't you help us out? Well, they ain't going to say that anyway. They're just going to fucking pop him in the <laughs> face and fucking call it a day. Well, this is what they would say is. Yeah, Bang. nothing. Nothing. <laughs> See, Bang. <yeah>. Bang. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't talk. Um, yeah, but, you know. That escalated quickly. I mean, Brick killed a guy, <laughs> a.k.a. Nacho. Yeah, fucking, there were explosions, fucking meth labs blowing up. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do you shit. think that was Nacho's first kill? It almost seemed like that's how he reacted. I don't think so. You think he was just more of an extortion guy? It would seem hard for him to not kill somebody, especially like being with Tuco. Yeah. But I think it's definitely possible, you know, that he wouldn't have to. You think there was enough people that are that were scared of? How, no, you know what? Being with Tuco, he probably doesn't have to kill people because Tuco's killing everybody. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'll chop their legs off. <laughs> yeah, no, whoa. make the punishment fit the crime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll give him a, what's that? Uh, Colombian neckties. <laughs> no, fucking escalating real fucking quick. Sorry, I'm bringing that in from Breaking Bad because I'm seeing some of those scenes. You know, well, don't no, you, no, that's that a, was yeah, geez. that was fucking like oh. season one. I was just thinking this too because uh, before I watched this episode, uh, I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna start to confuse me. <laughs> oh, the the, so like, the crossover stuff. Yeah, I'm like, when did this happen? Oh man, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Better Call Saul. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because that was first season. Yeah. Right. Because I did the, the, just start some episodes of the first season. Of yeah, the, Call skate, Saul. the skateboarder kids that he fucking hires to jump in front of the vehicle. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was the wrong vehicle to fucking jump in front of. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Tuco's Abuela. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. Oh, the cleaning lady. There's fucking... Whoops. Uh... Uh, it's just salsa on. It's just salsa on the rug, Grandma. Go upstairs and watch your shows. Go upstairs and yeah. watch your shows. He's fucking chopping, dude. And you ever get the club soda? <laughs> yeah, she's telling him the whole time to use club soda. Oh man, definitely. I, I fucking love this show. Anyway, yeah, we're you? <laughs> so all right. So, so so in the scene, fucking Nacho's hobbling along. Like, he's got he's got the guys lined up in his sights like several times, but he just like doesn't take the shot. Like, in his head, is he hesitating because he's hoping that they get taken out, and if they see him, he's there. He's got their back. Or it, it to me, it just looked like he was. Uh, he's he just quickly surveyed like who was where. 
you know, because he pointed at one guy and then pointed at the other. And then he was in pain because of his Fucking, shit wound. Yeah, and then fell, <laughs> yeah, fell over. And then out of nowhere, a miracle happens. Somehow the other guy got all the way around behind him. They probably, Actually, no, I don't care about that. That's they, they completely probably, plausible. I guarantee, and I guarantee I, you there's two sides of a building. They just fucking split right. up. I mean, and then, that's not, and then the one cousin got pinned down in the room, and he's yeah. fucking unloading. Just da, 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 and when he, the, the guy was reloading, I don't know. I know one is named Marco. Marco! Poyos! Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> is that the name of this episode? Marco, Marco Poyos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but one of the guys shots out, oh, you're out of bullets, give up or something. How do you know he's out of bullets just because they stopped shooting? Like, even if you heard somebody, like, dropping a clip or a gun. Please tell, please tell me when you had closed captioning on, his name fucking was, like, Stan or something. <laughs> no, there was only Dewey. <laughs> no, just, so Dewey's the only one <laughs> yeah. in, in the entire place. Yeah. And I think there were two different people saying things, but Dewey's the only one that got a name. <laughs> the other guy... He didn't get a name. Uh, well, it is what it is. Yep. But so fucking Nacho gets up and he's like, he's like, uh, I fall over and then uh, I need to get up and make the shot. And then you hear blam, blam. Mm. And there's fucking, there's the other cousin. And he just kind of like, let's call him Poyos. Fucking <laughs> covered in fucking blood. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how much money do they fucking spend on suits? Cause they're, well, that had to be Marco. Cause I think you said Marco got shot and looked like, I think he said he got shot in the shoulder and took a got, hit, yeah, and it looks like he yeah. did take a hit. He had a ton of blood of other said, yeah, people But he on said him. that it went through, so he's going to pull together, which I guarantee you those dudes have been shot before that. <laughs> so, Because he was just walking yeah. around stone-cold fucking dead face. Mm-hmm. That he wasn't feeling that he got fucking shot. Right. And, was, and that's the next scene there, so... That yeah, which Gus shows up and which fucking Radio Shack is standing there smoking a cigarette, <laughs> while 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 he's perched up against a fucking pillar holding his fucking shit wound. Mm-hmm. Not a care in the world, just fucking. Yep, sucks to fucking have to shoot you, huh? Nope, nope, don't care. <laughs> All of a sudden, here comes Gus pulling up. Doesn't even help the dude up. Just fucking get up on your own. Mm-hmm. What, what's with what's with what's with the strong silent types? There's way too many of them in this fucking show, man. <laughs> Will somebody talk? This episode's called Talk. Ain't nobody's gonna talk. Yeah, ain't nobody fucking talking in this episode. Talk about your feelings. <laughs> but okay, Gus shows up. Mm-hmm. Go on. Well, and then Nacho basically seems like he figures out kind of what's going on. Basically tells the audience what's going on yeah. in a way uh, that he cleared out the Espinozas and then the Sal, you know, the Salamanca brothers, right. they're going to kill everybody. Right. It's basically about territory. Mm-hmm. So then the Salamancas are, or not the Salamancas, but the cartel is going to give that territory to Gus now because Salamancas can't handle that. Not with, not with, yeah, anymore. not with anything, not with everything that's just happened. Right. Essentially, essentially with, with Don Hector fucking going down and the silent fucking cousins be, you know, hightailing it back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then, then Gus is like, uh, get some rest. You have some work to do. What work does he have to do? 
Well, he works for him now. So. Does he? Is he like the manager at Poyos? Oh God! Could you imagine? <laughs> Welcome to Los Poyos. <coughs> <laughs> Spitting up blood in people's fucking chicken. That ain't gonna happen. Well, maybe when he heals. Yeah. Maybe that's uh. Um, He's just got him outside cleaning up fucking cigarette butts from from uh, from all the guys that just circle in and out of fucking the restaurant. Maybe that's the job that Gus is offering Mike. What's the job? Uh, perhaps you would like to be a new manager at a new location I'm opening. <laughs> what? <laughs> perhaps a different location? <laughs> you don't a, like chicken. Perhaps a different location would suit you well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it for that. And then that pretty much leaves it at, you know, he has some work to do. I don't really know what. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll I don't definitely. really have any speculation on that myself. I don't. I don't need. Well, later on, we kind of, which we'll get to that. But uh, I guess we should. Oh, just, with his dad? Huh? What? Yeah, when he goes to his dad. Yeah. His dad, Manuel. Mm-hmm. Manuel Varga. Does he not look like he's like? One and a half feet in the fucking grave at this point. I mean, he looks awful. His dad? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Before you start. So you see his dad walking up. Mm -hmm. There's an RV behind him. And I was like, is that the RV? Like, did Jesse buy the RV from Nacho? And you only see the back of the RV. So I took a picture and then I'm like looking up the RV, like yeah. Breaking Bad RV. And I'm like, oh, shit. The windows are different. Oh, well, I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but the, he got the RV from fucking uh, the one dude with the lip piercing. <laughs> they stole it. He's like, he gave him, he gave his, uh, he gave his buddy once they left the strip club money for, for an RV. And they basically just went to his aunt's house and fucking stole the family's RV. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. I don't remember that. And yeah. I just like started watching. Yeah. All right. The closest that you ever get to boobs in both these series is when they fucking <laughs> go to a strip club and there's fucking pasties. <laughs> oh, that was weird. All right. Yeah, I don't remember that because I thought he just kind of showed up with the RV and said it was good. Like, yeah, I brought it from a guy. Well, fine. well, no, because uh, he fucking hands, he throws him the keys and he's like, he walks into his aunt's house and he fucking grabs mm-hmm. the keys because he said that his aunt's going to sell him the RV and he throws him and he's like, bounce, bounce, homie. He fucking brrr, hits a fucking trash can and then takes off. All right. Yeah. Wow. Can't believe I don't remember that. Nah, anyway. Especially considering how, how important that fucking RV is to the show. I know. <laughs> Uh, I will say there's certain points I've been watching it like that I'll get distracted and be like, oh, I already know kind of what's going on. I kind of remember this little scene and then I'll like get on my phone a little bit. Yeah. Just because I already seen it, you know, a bunch of it. So if I start to get a little bored stuff I've already seen that I do remember, which apparently isn't much. Yeah. It's not, it's not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, his dad. His dad pulls a fucking total white person thing, and okay, my door's open. Hello, <laughs> I don't want you here. Here I am. Let me tell you where I am. 
Am I over here? He, he, or am I over here? <laughs> he literally says, I don't want you here. Leave. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's going to stop any. Oh, guys. Guys, put the jewelry down. He doesn't want us here. We need to leave. Okay. In a single file line, please exit the house that we just entered <laughs> into. <laughs> that's not gonna work he has no gun he has no knife he's just walking in fisticuffs <laughs> hello please leave i have taco farts <laughs> you don't want to be here but he's he clearly sees somebody on the couch he has to because he's he's like i see you i don't want you here <laughs> Peek-a-boo. marco <laughs> i don't want you here Fucking turns on the damn light it's nacho mm-hmm Somebody needs to get that dude some fucking Carmex real bad. Oh, geez, that's... <laughs> Jimmy, I actually took a picture of his face. Yeah. I wanted to make a meme like, you want some smoochies? <laughs> oh, shit. So that's who Smoochie is, <laughs> That's huh? Nacho Smoochie. Oh, oh. <sighs> yeah. He... Was that how bad Smoochie was? <laughs> oh, she was better. All right. So... To me, this was kind of a little throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just, he's literally got nowhere to go. And he's just like, dad, I, I just need to, I just need to get well so I can leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Cause I really do think that he feels bad that he upset and basically hurt his father. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the one thing that he didn't want to do. Cause he, the whole time, even when, when Mike showed up to get his car reupholstered, and he's like, "What? What are you doing? Get, mm-hmm. You know, like this is this is this is a line you don't cross." Yep. He always tried keeping it separate. What he was doing for the cartel, and his he wanted he didn't want his dad to find out what he was doing because he didn't want to upset him. Mm-hmm. Didn't want him to be disappointed in him. So it took a lot for him to actually be like, "Look, I got nowhere to go. I need to need to rest up, and once I'm better, I'm I'm gonna get out of your hair." Yeah, but. It was, the, I guess, the one time that you actually see, like, emotion between his dad and himself. Mm-hmm. So, I maybe it's not throwaway, but in a way, it kind of was. I don't know if it was throwaway. I mean, I think it just reinforced, like, that uh, they're family and, you know, they love each other and, I guess, no, like... You know, a dad knows, I guess, his son making mistakes, and but he's still going to love him, take care of him, and mm-hmm. his son loves his dad, and, you know, doesn't want to disappoint him, but Nacho kind of, it seems like Nacho, like, Nacho seems like he's actually probably a good guy. You know, he seems like an ass guy. <laughs> Do I say that? I think I've said that, like, probably every part. And That's all right. Seems like an ass guy. I'm going to make sure I do now. Okay. So from now on. So like it seems like Nacho probably maybe somehow just got caught up in that shit and just escalated from there. And now he's stuck in it and there's nothing really he can do. So but they still rub each other. That's cool. Yeah. Mexican family bonds are real strong. Isn't that right, Jimmy? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. There's 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 two of our families, so that just tells you something. (laughs) <laughs> well then oh nacho's dad calls 911 and then just leaves it hanging hopefully uh the cops are busy that night well 
I'm so glad you brought this up because I completely forgot about this. But when I was a kid, I was a shithead to my little sister, big time. Uh, in my own weird way, I was like, I'm gonna toughen you up and tell you and show you how to, how to, how to not. I don't, I don't know. Toughen your skin up. I don't mm. know. I was just mean to my sister. Not in a bad way. I wasn't fucking violent to my sister. I just would fucking poke at her, you know, just yeah. be a bigger brother. And one time she fucking called the cops and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I called 911. Like, like the school told me to. And I was like, hang up the fucking phone. <laughs> so she hangs it up and we go to school, right? Mm-hmm. I went to a small Catholic school. My neighbor next door was a was a police detective. So he takes us to school and he comes back and he comes home and there's police knocking on the door. He's like, can I help you? And he's like, oh, we received a 911 call and uh, the person hung up. We were just making sure. And he's like, yeah, the older brother was picking on the younger one. I apologize. I'll make sure it never happens again. He never fucking said anything to us kids. But my parents fucking let us know. Oh. Like he went to the parents and was like, hey, just to let them know, like, she did the right thing if there really was abuse kind of thing going on. Yeah. But she can't be doing that anymore. And we both fucking got in trouble for that one big time. <laughs> so the so as this scene is going on, I'm like, the fucking cops are going to come. Even, even though he hangs up, it doesn't matter. They're going to fucking mm-hmm. show up to the house and Nacho's fucking there. Yeah. Like, he tells his dad, hang up or it's going to be worse. It's already worse because you hang up on 911. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking, they're going to come. See, and it's a landline. So I think landlines have locations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the location on your cell phone nowadays does. It does. It send a location for 911. Because uh, I've accidentally called 911 quite a few times. I mean, it hasn't happened for a while, but like. My fucking phone was sweating and like having mm-hmm. the nine one one the emergency call my uh, the home screen where you don't even have to unlock the phone yeah accidentally got swiped uh, a couple times and like I'm like then when I do check my phone and I see oh dial nine one one nine one one nine one I'm like oh god oh god <laughs> <laughs> what just happened yeah I'm like I'm in trouble also like um, feel like a little kid <laughs> yeah like Did, I'm I, in trouble um. I don't. I guess you have the subtitles on, but this was one thing that I had in my notes that I forgot. Was how many times are you going to hear the person on the hello nine one one hello nine one one? You called nine one one. Hello. Yeah. I know what I called. <laughs> I know what I called. How many times are you going to say hello? This is nine one one. Hello. I mean, you guys got to keep trying a few times. Jeez. It felt. It felt like way too many times. Yeah. All right, whatever. Unwatchable part number two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I do. I think generally they do send police officers no matter what. But, dude, if they're busy and there's other shit going down, it's not. they're not going to be able to address that first. That's not going to be a priority call. No. That's going to be, uh, I'm free. You know, okay, I'll worst, go check this out. Yeah, worst case scenario, next episode, because of that, and maybe this is just another drunken theory, but next episode, maybe cops do show up, and they're like, but not to like the next morning, and they're like, hello, did somebody call from this house? And Nacho's just in the bathroom taking a shit or something, and he's just like, no. Right. And then slowly closes the door, 
and they and then they just walk away. But mm-hmm. who knows? I it's just I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I thought the exact same thing when that happened. Mm-hmm. Fuck, there's gonna be a cop that's gonna show up because you called nine one one and just hung up. Still possible. You never know. And man, we're getting real close here. So cut to Mike doing his thing at Madrigal. You know, uh, Stacy calls. He doesn't answer. Yeah. So, did I skip the part where, oh, no, I guess I didn't, I don't know. Or maybe I skipped that part. We typically go out of order, so what does it really matter? Let's just go, let's just talk. We're on at Madrigal. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, cut to Mike doing his thing at Madrigal. Uh, Stacy calls, but he doesn't answer. One thing I want to know about this scene, Jimmy. All right. So they go into the 18-wheeler trailer Mm -hmm. with flashlights. Mm -hmm. Do you know there's dock lights on there? Yeah. All they had to do, kind of of like these things that we use for the microphones that (laughs) swing back and forth, but it has a light on the end, and it has them for every dock. And what you do is once you open the the garage door Mm -hmm. to get an 18-wheeler, you swing the light around. You don't have to use a flashlight. And that light was on as well. Okay, so so now now we're getting to unwatchable, unwatchable. <laughs> number three. Because here's number four. <laughs> they open up the truck, right? Mm-hmm. First thing he does, he looks at it and he's like, "What does that say?" He's like, "38." What is it supposed to read? And he's like, "35." How come there's no fucking steam rolling out of the fucking back of this truck? How come there's no cold breath as they're walking through? You don't see any of that stuff. That's true. Mm-hmm unwatchable number four right there <laughs> and then they double stacked stuff <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be double stacked i'm still i'm still i'm still confused on the ratchet strap thing you're not supposed to use frayed straps okay it's kind of like the same thing if you ever had to wear a harness and if that has frays on it you're not supposed to use it at all basically any straps like lifting straps uh tie down straps if they're frayed you're not supposed to use them technically who don't. Like if they have any phrase, that's, but it, yeah, doesn't go down that way. No, no. Yeah. Boy, he, he chews them a new, and then <laughs> I love it. He's fucking picking apart all kinds of stuff. And as there's shining flashlights, I was like, maybe there's going to be a little Easter egg on some, on some of these boxes or uh-huh. whatever. I didn't notice any, but. I didn't either. Um, I didn't see nothing. But all of a sudden, <laughs> over, overhead. Mike Ermintrout, <laughs> line one. And you can just see him like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the way he answers it, he's so pissed. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking takes it out on the guy afterwards. And he hangs up the phone. He's like, walks back to the truck. He's like, oh, no, we're not done. Yeah. Get back in the truck. <laughs> so, so now he's taking out his frustrations <laughs> on this poor guy. <laughs> I didn't even think about it that way. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, because they're because he's because the guy's basically telling his assistant or whatever. Okay, we need to do this and this. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> We're not done. Get back in the truck. Here we go. See, when we walked in, you didn't use that fucking dock light. <laughs> I also, I've also that the how fucking long it takes for that dock i'm glad you said that to come up and come down <laughs> i thought the same thing i'm like i've wired dock lights and worked with dock you know or not dock lights dock uh dock plates yeah yeah 
And like, I don't think most of them take that long. A lot of them are pretty fast, but in rewatch, I'm like, eh, you know, it, it could probably take that long. It in the, just in seemed the moment, very it long. did. It did. But I've also most typically most docks that I work on, if if the plate is like on the dock, you just have a hook. Mm-hmm. Like most places aren't paying that kind of money for a fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it just depends on where you're at. Yeah, I mean, if you're a big warehouse, you're gonna probably have them. I mean, fuck. He went. He went to what was it? Dock fucking forty six or something. Yeah, like right. That. Exactly. They so got, you got that many. You definitely have. have one got, it's a one. huge hub. So you have to basically. I mean, as they were walking by, and you could see the dock number. Every single one of them. That wasn't. That wasn't the dock door closed. That was the back of a truck. So those trucks were backed up. And they've made it all the way down to like fuck forty six. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of shipping that's going on in that fucking building. But a lot of shipping. Yeah. A lot of shipping. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about uh Jimmy getting his money from the pest guy. And he got extra money. Oh, because Honest I thought, Criminal. I thought that was I thought that was uh like one of the last scenes in the thing. Apparently not, not according to my notes, because I I put my notes in order. We talked about some shit out of order. Okay. But yeah. So that guy gives him his money uh, more than he should. The Hummel apparently went on for a bidding war. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, he was, how boring would that place be? Like, whatever. You're just not a collector. That's that, It's what it comes down to. Oh, I'd love to go to a collectible expo. That sounds awesome. Said no Mike ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I it I I can see I can actually see that going on. A a fucking bidding war over something like that. Yeah, I know. But... Especially considering this is before the I mean, I guess this was before the days of eBay, so Yeah, eBay probably wasn't that popular. Yeah. And even if it was you gotta think for the longest time most no, people it, were still on eBay. EBay fucking... was, I think, around, wasn't didn't Mike yeah, but... look up that yeah, Hummel but on eBay. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that most people were still on dial-up. So even oh, at that, sure, yeah. even at that point, it, yeah, it, it wasn't like it. It wasn't like it is now. It wouldn't be the place to go. Like it's not easily accessible and usable. No. So no eBay back then. eBay was the Craigslist. <laughs> There's no uh, buy with one click. No, no. <laughs> but uh, he. Uh, <laughs> this was really funny. Oh, uh, so I thought that I thought that Shasta was like a Midwest soda, and I remember when I was growing up, people that went to the like dollar stores or went to the the discount grocers would drink Shasta soda, and I just thought that was really weird that he's I'm more of a Fresca guy, and he's fucking stocking a fucking vending machine with Shasta soda. I just thought that was a a local thing, but I guess not. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't even notice that. Like, yeah. what kind of soda it was? I because a lot of that stuff usually they just have they they don't like a actually no use name. Brand. Yeah, that's why it stuck out to me was because uh. I was like, oh, this is an actual <laughs> name brand soda. Sure, it wasn't like Shafta. <laughs> it it might have been because even because even whenever Walter was stocking the the uh, the soda machine at at A one, mm-hmm. it was clearly Coke products. But they never really showed the front of the vending machine to, you know, he had the cases of Coke Zero and stuff, but all the labels were turned in and 
product placement with Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, you could clearly tell because obviously red Coke, but it was all turned around or like yeah. or like the little the little buttons would all say out of order so you wouldn't clearly see the the sprite logo and the dr pepper logo and i wonder if shasta paid them for that i, I don't know like <laughs> or or just it, it looks shasta does not advertise <laughs> no and but, then they just all of a sudden like yeah, the president's like i really like Bra- uh, better call saul you know, we should advertise on there. I'm I'm sure I'm sure it was just something as simple as the the producers were like, okay, what's a regional soda? Yeah. That when you look at it, whatever place they were at was not a very, it was kind of a lower a lower mm-hmm. end like yard or whatever it was. All right. And uh, I think it actually said A1 on the top, but I could be wrong. Uh, oh. I thought Ooh. it I thought it did or it said A something, but it looked like it said A1. I don't think it was the actual car wash, but I, I could be wrong. But uh, it's probably just something as simple as... Yeah, I don't think... It, it, oh, yeah, no, it but I think it's something as simple as, right. you know, because when the truck is sitting there, the refrigerated truck, it's like good times produce or something, you know, distributors. So they were probably just thinking, what's something local that we can get relatively cheap? Or maybe they didn't even think about it, and they just gave free advertisement to Shasta. Who mm-hmm. knows? But I just thought that was really—I just thought that was really funny that it's not a soda that you think of very often. And I clear as day saw it rolling in there. I'm like, huh, that's not—that's not like Fox Cola. <laughs> yeah. Is it like Sweet Valley from Aldi's? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Keeping it local, right there. Oh, grew up with grew up with that. Great Sweet Valley. Valley. Great value. Best choice. <laughs> Nope, only Sweet Valley. Uh, but uh, so so he he tells him that uh, you know I'm I'm an honest criminal, and it was a bidding war, so I want to share the wealth. All right, cool, man. He wants. He's like, when's the, when am I getting that next Hummel? And you could just see almost the defeat in Jimmy's face. Like uh, I don't really have another one. Oh, bummer! Because that was that was a quick turnaround, mm-hmm. and he wasn't upset about about being stuck in the thing. He was like, "No, you you proved that, you know, you're in it to win it too." So, yeah, I definitely want to work with you in the future. And yeah, that's when we that's when we get the uh, that's when we get the uh, got to call the vet. Why? You never know who's you never know who's listening. Yeah, new new job, new phone. And then cut Jimmy painting on the windows. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, is the what's it, is the man listening? Is yeah, that what it was? Is the man listening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Advertising, I guess, criminals or paranoid people. That's I. I think that's exactly what it is. He's advertising towards the tin hat. You know. So this is going to be kind of a thing, most likely that there we will see Robbie Finn. The. Mm-hmm. owner i guess of cc mobile because he basically kind of did the same thing with davis and maine making that commercial mm-hmm. without getting it approved he just went out of his way made the commercial yep it's like this he's like oh i got a great idea and it'll pro- I, it probably will work yeah but i'll probably get in trouble for it and get fired yeah he'll probably get in trouble for it because 
he can't just he can't just sit there idle. Also, I have to ask, what is it with Jimmy in painting? Because he spent like four episodes <laughs> painting the fucking Wexler McGill fucking logo on the wall. <laughs> Some people's complaints, like they're like, "Great, Jimmy's painting again." Okay, or, you so know, I'm like, not the only one know, that noticed it. The great episode of you know watching paint dry <laughs> like that's how this episode felt to me not to me i yeah. like people say that but i don't know i guess i guess he likes painting yeah he should have he should have went into a fucking painter's trade instead but i guess he wouldn't have been a fucking shitty lawyer so i don't know uh yeah i just thought that, that was i just thought that, that was funny i'm like how many times are we gonna see this dude painting mm-hmm. and not to mention maybe he should have been an artist yeah yeah, but it, it's not even a gripe of mine. That'd have been a great show. <laughs> Painting with Jimmy McGill. Yeah. <laughs> like Bob Ross. Yeah. That yeah. would actually be awesome. Uh, oh, well, painting with Jimmy McGill or painting with Saul. Yeah. Yeah. The art of painting with Saul Goodman. Yeah. Now it's here's Walter White, you know, jeez, oh, poisoning somebody. Uh, yeah. Um, are we gonna talk? Now about- here's the pretty blue meth crystals. <laughs> are we? Are we gonna talk about how? I guess we won't. But he's slapping it on so shittily, and then all of a sudden he steps back, and it looks fucking immaculate. I don't know. It looks like he wasn't putting it on shittily because, like. Uh, kind of, but he was kind of mixing things too in a yeah. way to like get, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem too weird to me. Uh, but I thought so at first, but then I was like, well, it seems like it's kind of mixing together purposely. I did. Get a certain look. I. But yeah, it does look perfect. <laughs> it, it really looks perfect. Like, damn. Because like, whenever he peels the, the, the paint off the wall mm. for, for the Wexler McGill logo and everything, <laughs> and you, you got you to gotta roll it with your thumbs. You got to roll it with your thumbs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah. I He freehanded this one, though, and mm. it was top notch. Yeah. I just want to give him a round of applause real quick. A little golf clap for Chris Hayes. <laughs> Fucking loves it. And... Uh, yeah, good for him. He's really he's really showing well, when you really think about it, it just it looks what he just did kind of looks like what the front of his of his uh of his uh lawyer's office in the strip mall where there's tons of fucking marker on yeah. the windows trying to advertise every low life that he can, mm-hmm. you know, to come into the building, so yeah. It's just it's just more foreshadowing is really all it is. I I can't believe people are fucking complaining about something like that, but I no, guess... No, I just... People complain about it. Fucking everything. everything. So, so I, I, some of it I just think it's really funny, so... I do, too. So, Mike meets with Gus, and Gus asks about... <laughs> asks about Nacho, and he's like... Well, Gus is like, hey, what the fuck, man? You mm-hmm. said you weren't going to kill... Uh, what's his douche? Are we talking about Hector? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say. But he's like, hey, man, I douche? said. <laughs> what's his douche is fucking Hector? What's his ding ding? <laughs> that makes more sense than what's his douche. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to kill him, but I'm not going to be his bodyguard. So what the fuck you want from him? And then they kind of act like 
they're going to do something, kill him or whatnot. And he's like, go ahead make a move. Like, I know you're not going to do anything. You would have done it by now. This is an ask. So what the fuck you want, bitch? What you want? Yeah, I love. And he said love, it just like that. Well, I love when he's like, "If you're gonna do it, do it now." Yeah. Come on. And he was taunting the fuck, and nobody moved. And then he steps forward, and still no one fucking like, like no one like draws their gun or anything. They were close, but then Gus. <laughs> That's how Gus did it. <laughs> anyway, Gus is like, uh, "I got a jab for you." A blowjob. What do you think? What do you get think down job? on your knees? I was going to say, what do you think the job is? Clearly, you think it's of the sexual nature. So it's always of the sexual nature, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, to be honest, I don't know. Manager at <laughs> at at, <laughs> at the Pollo yep. Yeah. One thing, maybe like so. I was going to say maybe there someone needs to set up a lab or someone maybe maybe he needs Mike to. Uh, try to find distribution places mm-hmm. and distribution routes, uh, other people to help distribute. Maybe this is where Mike gets his gang together. Uh, what's Isn't one of them named Nick in Breaking Bad? Is that right? Fuck. Like Mike has his own little crew. Yeah. Maybe this is where Mike starts to get his own crew. Maybe because you're... That handles things. I'm finally actually starting to like really draw blanks on that one. So... Mm-hmm. Or shoot blanks like Mike does. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about me getting you pregnant, Anita. <laughs> I, or, only, I only bang chicks that have gone through menopause. <laughs> Don't worry about me getting it up either. It's not happening. <laughs> I don't... I Hold don't on. Found some meth. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think Four strokes. I think if he ever had a raging heart on in it at all, it would be when he fucking called that guy out in the <laughs> in the yeah in the room because that's when he that he he snapped. Yep. Yeah, we did skip that scene, didn't we? I guess we did. Yeah, he snapped, and, and he was kind of a dick too. Well, so Stacy is saying that she's kind of getting over. Maddie, mm-hmm. or at least kind of forgetting, you know, it's not and it's always upset, constantly and it's up, her mind. Yeah, yeah it's and Mike is fucking well, verbally Mike, going. Mike's getting pissed, like yeah. breathing heavy, and yeah. I don't know if that means like he's like mad at her or mad at himself. Like, and well, oh, obviously mad at himself in multiple ways, but well, he's there the, for her. It's the only reason he's there because he wouldn't be there for anybody else. Yeah, but, well, maybe mad at her, like, why can't I get over this? Or, no, maybe mad at her that how can you get over this? Like, how can she get over that? And he can't? I don't take it like that at all. Yeah. I take it, I take it more along the lines of, and I guess this is just my own opinion, that why are you getting upset at yourself for that? You know, it's, it's, it's human nature. You, you can't, you can't move on until you've clearly moved on. You, you, it, it, every day it gets a little easier. Now, of course, his whole part in that is, hey, it, that's going to, that's clearly something that sticks with him forever. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I mean, I don't think he's the type of guy that 
first thing as soon as he wakes up is he thinks about that. Mostly because he's got his fucking hands in so many dirty pockets that he's he's really constantly looking over his shoulder. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It was just it was so, it was so weird. I mean that that that's a snapping point for him. It was it was definitely weird, and like he was probably right about the guy lying, but I guess the guy also the guys are fucked up. You know why would you come to these groups and lie? I, I I'm still like fuck that guy. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm saying that guy still has especially, his own issues too. Especially when so, you've got a whole bunch of people that are there and they're actually trying to work through something, yeah. and he's kind of. Well, he called everybody else out too, really, and he was kind of a dick to them. Like you guys didn't catch it, you fucking dumbasses. Well, he he's also he he also doesn't want to be there because he doesn't see how constantly dwelling over this kind of stuff is how it's healthy. I think that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. Is that why why do you keep constantly bringing yourself to this every single week? Which because guess what. It doesn't fucking, it's not for everybody, you know? Yeah. Some people, when they, when they deal or go through something like that, that's what they need to get over it. Other people, they're, they're going to do what he does, really. <laughs> Bury himself in his work. Mm-hmm. And that's how he gets over it. So when she's sitting there saying, like, how she's not over it and yada, 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 to him, it doesn't really it doesn't compute because he's doing it his own way and his way's better essentially. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's pretty much all I got. You yeah. got anything else? Not, not really. It, I will say that I can understand why some people not really like talk shit on the episode, but I can see how people would say it's not as strong as what's happened before. Yeah. But there's been so many things that have come to light in this episode, in my opinion, that there's, it it was good. I Mm. still, I still thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I will still say as far as television on TV right now, it's still probably my favorite show. So no, I still thought it was great. I enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Don't need the naysayers in our lives, sirs. And that's the podcast, everybody. Try to get hold of me on Twitter at the Mike Daffron. Visit us at onyxedgestudios.com, thewatchersonthecouch.com, on Facebook. You can join our group, please, and give us feedback about our episodes and what you think about it. Even if it's negative or you think we're douches, I don't care. Let me know. Or if you like it, any input. Input. Need input, Johnny Five. Old reference old, there. Old, old reference, right reference there. there, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah on Facebook, uh, Couch for Watchers Facebook group. And Jimmy, what you got? What's your Insta? Uh, Jimmy underscore Lopez underscore Junior. You can contact me on there, DM me or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want to if you wanna yell at me for saying shitty stuff, I don't know. You can do whatever. <laughs> I'll take it. I got thick skin. Soon we should have emails at watchersonthecouch.com. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Adios. Bye.